Hello, my CNC brother or sister. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and welcome to episode six of this Starting a CNC Business the Right Way podcast series, where you are learning what it takes to build a successful and profitable CNC business. In this episode, we are going to dive into knowing what projects to make for your customers. Without understanding the customer's desires and emotional things that make them want to buy, we can't figure out what products or projects to make for them that they will buy. And so we are going to dive into that in this episode. We are in a process of mentoring Kate Tucker. Kate is a CNC sister who, like many CNC creators, started a CNC business but found themselves struggling because they didn't really understand the foundations of building a successful business based on what the market wants. One of the first things that I will say right here is business is not about you and what you want to make and what you think the market wants. That's wasted energy. We want the market to tell us what they want, so we make that for them. That's what they're going to buy, what they want, not what we think they want. So that's a big mistake that people make. They make stuff that, that they think that they will, the market wants. So here we're going to talk about what projects you should make, how to find out what those projects are. And that means we have to dive deeper into our customer psychology and their passions. So this is number six in a 10-part series. If you have not listened to one, two, three, four, and five, this is not going to make a lot of sense to you, particularly if you did not listen to episode five, where we are talking about the avatar. The avatar is your ideal customer, and if you do not do the avatar work, understanding who your ideal customer is, what their interests are, and if you have not niched down into an area, a specialty like me, I'm a Jeep lover, Jeep Wrangler lover, I'm an avatar when it comes to the Jeep Wrangler. If you haven't done that work, you're going to struggle in your business, period. That's just the way it is. <laughs> That's a promise. It's a bona fide guarantee because we don't understand our customer and the market we want to serve and the projects that they want. So we're going to be talking to her sister, Kate. We're getting her straightened out. She's getting the mentoring. She wants to learn this because Kate has the hunger to have a successful business. I hope that you have the hunger too. If you've made it through all these podcast episodes, then you definitely have something that is going to work because at the end of the day, it takes our passion and drive and the desire to want it in order for this stuff to sink in and go after it. So we're going to dive into this. We're going to talk to Kate about what projects you want to make for your customers. Now, with that, let's dive in. Let's talk to Kate. Take notes. I hope you learned something. Let's go. Hello, everyone. I am Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and welcome to the fifth mentoring session with Kate, as I've been mentoring her and getting her CNC business off the ground in the right way that uh, will drive uh, much better success. And um, Kate has been very cordial to to share this uh, because she has the heart of a teacher. And uh, so this is, this is her way of helping as well. And uh, it's, it's been a, a, a 
interesting and uh, uh, interesting journey so far. You've you've shown some you've shown some vulnerability, which is that we have to get there in order to make this stuff happen. What yeah. this what this is going to be about tonight is how how to uh, determine what what your what projects to make and sell, and this if you've been on a few of these mentoring sessions, you're going to find that they are not direct answers because building a successful business is not about just what can I make and what can I sell, right? That's right. that's the uh, what we call the shiny object syndrome. That's more focus on let's make this happen now, which we all do. Uh, yeah. But in order to build a, a business, we have to build some foundations, and that's what we are doing here. So going to say formal hellos to some people there. we got Bill, um, Bill Rowland, and uh, said hi to a few already, Chris, Chris Nar, and uh, we got Alps, Patrick, my friend. He's been around since day one. Doug and uh, Jack in the shop. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, uh, M. Jabbar Pring said, find a niche and serve the niche. Amen. Amen. You got it, man. And yeah. uh, got another Steve there. Okay. So before we dive into what projects to make and how you determine that, uh, that people want to buy, we're going to just do a quick rehash last week of last week but first kate share your quick elevator speech for those who have joined for the first time and and this <laughs> as we learn as everybody learns how to build a business i will give my introduction though too i'm garrett Cromer with idc woodcraft and as most know i have been running a youtube channel for a couple of years to teach cnc and i teach business and uh the idea that way the IDC Woodcraft CNC router business was born out of a problem that I saw in the CNC community. And it is one of the fastest growing CNC bit companies that serve in this industry. And that is because I have been mentored by, by those who have succeeded. And specifically one mentor that I put most of my attention, to, uh, get most of my knowledge from, and that mentor is Dan Locke, you can find him on YouTube. Um, and so, um, so that's me, Kate, what's your elevator speech, who are you? Well, Crazy I'm Kate there. Tucker. I own Rise and Shine Wood Signs. Um, so I started out with a craft business um, several years ago, was doing really well. I was making, uh, making wood signs and saw a need um, for something different other than just your average um, wooden sign that everyone and their mother had in their house and hundreds of them, they're still extremely popular, but I thought I would up the ante and make carve signs or do um, more of a three-dimensional sign, you know, with the raised text that's incredibly popular now. Um, but about two years ago, that was really just starting to come kind of into the market, people filling up that space. Um, Plus, I also saw there were, weren't very many women in CNC, so I thought I'm going to be the one to knock down that barrier and go into a creative space with a CNC. I have a Onefinity Journeyman X50, 
Um, I love, it's actually, you can't see it, it's actually behind this wall. Um, I've got a lot going on and I had a laser project going, so I wanted to move to this side of the shop tonight um, so you wouldn't hear all that. But anyway, that's kind of what I've got going on and I've been at it for about a year and a half and loving it ever since, but I really wanted to take my business to the next level. So that's when I found Garrett as a mentor and also someone to buy all of my bits from, which has been so incredible because I've learned so much. So that's me. All right. Okay. Thanks. Kate. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's, let's start diving in. First of all, uh, we're going to talk about, like I said, we're going to talk about how to know what projects to make that people are going to buy. Right. And last week we talked about the avatar and there's a reason we do that before we start diving into trying to figure out what to make for uh, people. And that's, that's right. because we have to understand who we are selling to first. Uh, we have to narrow down. If we are just making things and we're just trying to sell them, we're not really focused on the, on who would be buying our projects. And as I was telling Kate earlier on the phone, if we're not clear on what we do and who we serve, we project out to potential customers a lack of clarity or, in other words, confusion. And when we project out lack of clarity, we leave our customers with a sense of confusion or lack of clarity. And when they're not clear, they won't buy, right? So that's why we do this avatar work, okay? So uh, let's just rehash real quick on the avatar thing, Kate. Why don't you, ex you, in your own words, explain to those who are watching what an avatar is and why we do, uh, and the importance that you have discovered of doing this avatar stuff. So the avatar is basically your ideal client. It can be combined with who you are as a person, who you're trying to sell to, or who you want to sell to. Um, you need to understand their pain and their needs and their deeper psychology of why they would want to buy your specific product. So when I did mine, I wanted to relate to other women um, who are in the same, roughly the same age bracket that I am, that are in the same space of life that don't have, um, they're not needed as much in their life. And so they're trying to fulfill that. There's a void that they need to fill. And that's what they're trying. That's what we're trying to do. Um, so my avatar is basically working in the CNC space. She's trying to get started. She's trying to recreate something for her and for her family to take with her later on in life. So that way she's not just like left behind when her kids grow and when everybody leaves. And there's all these pains we're trying to understand. <laughs> um, I'm not exactly sure what's going on over there, but <laughs> we're just going to. What? You and your, your people. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I've got my notes here. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that's what that's oh, my what people, the you my, my stick figure, like Dion. Yeah, like, I'm like, what are you doing Dion, with that? Dion, Dion made a comment earlier. Uh, oh, okay. When I send out my packages, I'll draw the stick figures on them. Oh, yes, yes, I've gotten many packages. Uh, so so I was hoping Dion would just kind of catch that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, 
so yeah, that's, I mean, that's really what the avatar is, is you're trying to understand your ideal client. And for me, that is someone that is very similar to me as Gareth's avatar is very similar to him. Uh, but if you're looking to do something totally different, you know, I'm sure Garrett could mentor you and dig deeper into that. But that's, yeah, we're just trying to figure out the age, the targeting, um, what they do, their location, where are they hanging at, trying to figure out all of the different needs that they have so we as business owners can meet those needs. How's that? Yep. Okay, good. Good. And it goes into emotional needs. Um, yes. So you mentioned something about me mentoring. And so what, just uh, on a side note, um, because I've been doing this with Kate, I've been getting quite a few emails of people asking about mentoring. And so I uh, said, okay, I really want to see what the interest is out there. And so on the CNC Entrepreneurs Facebook group, I've pinned a post to the top that uh, if you are interested to sign up for that, because I'm trying to see the interest. And if you mm -hmm. sign up, once you sign up, you'll be redirected to a survey that will give me a little bit more information why you want to, what is your, your desire behind it, what have you. So if you are interested uh, in that, I have no program put together. I'm just gathering the interest right now. So, yeah. Um, okay. So the avatar work. Yes. So what the avatar work does, it, it it is the thing that helps you find your niche, right? So uh, what Kate said, she wants to focus on women that she understands, right? That's the best avatar you can have is the one you already emotionally understand inside, where you know your own pains and your own solutions. And, and when you dive into this avatar stuff and you dive into the deep psychology of them, you actually get into your own psychology. And, yeah. and then you start to understand yourself. You start to understand your own pains at that deep level. Yeah. And the other thing I told Kate earlier was once you understand that, you can speak to that in a way that uh, many people don't necessarily know. They, they feel uncomfortable. They want something. They want out of something. But they don't really think about it. They're just not happy. And Right. When, when you understand that psychology, you can literally talk to them and tell them their problem better than they can explain it. And when they can explain that, or when you can do that, you position yourself not only as an authority, as someone who, but as someone who understands them, right? Yeah. And that gravitates them to you. And that's something that makes you stand out to, to, to your particular market. So yeah. thanks, thanks for that explanation, Kate. And uh, sorry, I distracted you. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> it's a, you're yeah, fine. We, we might as well make some fun out of this at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's eight o'clock on a Wednesday night. We're just it gonna have some fun. Sure is. It sure is. So, um, time to stop the podcast briefly. Are you considering getting a CNC router? Doing research, not really sure which machine you should be getting. I have created a video for you to help you out. It is called the Ultimate Buyer's Guide for CNC Routers. And what it does, it walks you through all the things you need to be looking for in a CNC router as you're considering making your purchase. For example, if you are looking at the really inexpensive ones, the $300 ones, you're looking for a paperweight, basically, those often come with missing parts. 
I have heard that story more often than not. So that's an example. But also the drive systems and the control systems on CNC routers and how they're built. These are things you want to be looking for to help you know what uh, is a good CNC router and what is one you want to stay away from. I will link down below in the description of this podcast that video so you can go check that out. So just want to make sure you have that tool at your hand so you can do the research the right way. Another thing you need to be looking for, just a little extra tip, make sure you can get the company on the phone. <laughs> if you can't get a CNC router machine company on the phone, don't buy it. Okay, let's go back to the podcast. Let's see. Um, okay, so with that in mind, the reason we do the avatar work first is because now we can dissect their life and see how they, what are they trying to express in their life? What do they want? People want to be validated, right? They, they want yep. to be encouraged, right? They want to be celebrated. That's those yep. are the three mottos I have in my business, right? And, and we even talked about that, right? We did. And, yep, yep. So, so um, we have to honor that from, from a business owner's perspective, we have to get out of our own heads and get into the heads of the people we want to serve and sell to. Uh, somebody said that earlier, uh, that we need to serve our niche, right? People don't care about us. They don't care about you, your business, how much time you spent making something. They care about their own emotional desires, right? And we have to get that into our heads that this is all about the customer. Business yeah. is 100% about the customer, but the success of your business is starts 100% in <laughs> here and understanding that aspect. Right? Yeah. And so that's the hard part for 100%. most. Yeah, that's the hard part for most of us <clears throat> to to realize that and start to shake ourselves out of our own selves and into yeah. and into our customer. So, so this session is about how to determine what to make because this is one of the most common questions we get what should i make to sell yeah there there are a few ways you can approach this generally as a as all the creators that are here and one of the ways you can approach it is find a market that's just booming right that's why we mentioned flat and and uh, uh like if you're in the united states american flags or yeah some other thing that's hot right that has a lot of emotional value those who are in the services I'm, i do apologize for anyone who's from uh here from uh, international because i don't know some of the more emotional drivers behind your nationality but you want to may want to focus on something like that that people are really passionate about as a large group yeah. Um, the, well, I know the, in um, in Canada, I see so many of those cribbage boards. I'm like, I just do not understand the significance behind that. But, you know, it must be a Canadian thing. It's like, you know, being from Indiana, you're a Hoosier. And most people look at you like, what is a Hoosier? Uh -huh. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's just one of those things. But. But there you go. So so you just nailed something, right? People make cribbage boards, and the ones that make cribbage boards understand the game, right? I I know the game, right? And it, and it's one, one, yeah. But once you once you start playing it, it it's 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 such a fun game, um, and it, it's yeah. uh, 
it, it's a fun game. It's like fun com competition uh, yeah. in, in, in kind of a way. It's friends sit with friends. I guess it's kind of like Euchre here in Indiana. Like a lot yeah. of people have no idea what Euchre is, but like even our best friends in Kentucky, they were like, what is Euchre? Like, how do you play that? So we were sitting there teaching them, but we're like, I guess it's like an Indiana thing. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah when I, I never heard of it until I came to Indiana. Yeah. It's a fun game. You should look it up. It is a fun game. <laughs> There's so many renditions of it. So yeah. okay. So so the the first thing, if if you just don't know a niche, right, and you just want to get out there, you can make things that are very popular or trendy at the time. When you're coming around political election times, boy, you know, poli politics is nothing but emotions, right? <clears throat> and yeah. and understanding, yep. When you understand the political game, right, which is exactly what it is. Um, it's all to drive emotions in one way or another. And so you can, you can, but that's seasonal, right? Four year seasonal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but right. things like that, uh, you can play with holiday stuff. The thing I don't like about holiday stuff is it's you, you make a batch and then you make a batch and you make a batch, but you need to have a source that's going to give you some kind of guarantee to sell that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. Right. Yep. Um, I've learned that the hard way too. Yep. One of the other ways that almost every creator starts off, and so I, this is for everybody who's watching, use your social media. Make something for a woman, your wife, right, a, 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 or your girlfriend, or um, yeah. uh, just make something that a woman likes and get them to post it on Facebook, right, and 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 then mm -hmm. do it again and do it again right and, and 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 you will start to get someone coming to ask you if you can make something and this is yeah. this is how a lot of businesses have started um uh, the thing with the thing with that is that kind of holds you back from zeroing in right because now you're getting yeah, caught up absolutely in business. and you did that didn't you i did i did i had a lot of uh, so when I got my CNC, I basically said I wanted, wanted just going to give myself six months um, to kind of figure it out. And I worked at it every day, um, weekends, most weekends included, even if it was two or three hours on, um, you know, on a Saturday and a Sunday. But I did get into that. I posted a lot of projects. I got, um, can you make this? Can you make that? Can you make this outdoor sign for, you know, my pond? Can you you know, make this family name sign. And I really got into a, I was like, okay, well, I'll just be known as like the custom sign girl. But the problem I ran into is that's very inconsistent work. And it's just not, I'm, I'm getting into a territory where people are like, hey, can you do my logo? Hey, can you, you know, take this picture of my dog and put it on here? So then it was like laser and CNC. So I wasn't, I was really struggling to find it's kind of like that jack of all trades, master of none approach mm -hmm. to my business. And so I was just everywhere. Um, but I will say the one thing that's helped me a lot is I gained a lot of skill on the CNC, you know, but like I said, that was my first six months. Now we're into a year and I'm really starting to redefine that. But I will tell you the one success that I did have was on my Instagram page, I have a bunch of like really crazy, like looking like little like fire dancer. They're, they're weird looking skinny little things. Um, but it's a bit, it's the Dave Matthews logo. 
And oh my gosh, I made one of those for a girl in North Carolina that found me on Instagram. And then she got me into a couple Dave Matthews groups, band groups, and holy smokes. If I made five of those things, I felt like I made 50 of those darn things. And they're epoxy and they were great. But man, just knowing like when Garrett says to niche and to find your niche, like 100%. Because those people in that group are like, hey, can you make me something to put my wristbands on? Hey, can you make these little bitty keychains? And I was just like, man, I could have a whole business just based on like in these two groups. It was insane. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's looking for a niche that wants to go help out the Dave Matthews band people, <laughs> they would gladly have you. Yeah, well, so, this is so. So hopefully, this is painting a picture for everyone that that. Yeah. It, it me as an individual can't sit there and tell you, well, this is a great project. This is a great project. This is a great project to make, and it'll sell because it's yeah. not the project that's selling. It's who you're selling to, and where are they hanging out at that you want to be in that place where they're hanging out at. So you. You got into those Dave Matthews groups and and boom, yeah. right? It, yeah, it, it exploded. I remember those those. You're shooting me pictures of those things. Yeah, and, they were wild, and they they took about four days to make a piece. But man, the price tags on those because how much I were you selling for? Uh, I want to say they ranged. So I made like a, I think it was like two and a half, three feet. That was like two. Um, 250 and that was with shipping included you know because it was like this big like basically it was like arms out like this and a little skinny body and then like a bend in the knee so it was really like an odd shaped thing to ship so shipping was an issue Um, and then I sold five foot ones I think for around 375 but it was a cutout of the fire dancer and then it was hollowed out and filled with epoxy and then I said you know they were like, what colors can you do? I'm like, well, here's a color chart of all of my epoxy colors. And they were like, okay, I want this. And I'm like, great. Do you want it stained on the edges? Do you want it painted on the edges? How do you want it? And they were, um, you know, they were like, I want this, this, and that. And I said, okay, great. You know, here's the price you can pay up front. Um, and then I'll get it shipped out to you by X date. And that's what I did. But it was great. I mean, I had same success with flags. I did a don't tread on me flag. And then I just did an American flag with an eagle carved in it. And I sold a bunch of those. So again, back to the niches, it's proven science. People like what they like. And it's not because you're the maker or, you know, I'm Joe Schmo down the street that has a great business. It's because I was making something that they wanted and they bought it. Yeah. So, so this is, this is interesting about making things that people want. So you're finding a niche and, and the thing to remember is the, the more emotion that's in that, that's in that area or the more, the deeper you get into the person's psychology, their, their emotional psychology, the better you can do. And the, interestingly, they're buying you, right? They're, they're buying what, you represent but they're also they don't care about you but they're still buying you this is why if you can speak their language uh and and speak their feelings right that then mm-hmm. then you have just by default become someone they resonate with and so you you, you become a friend yeah. i've had people tell me they feel like i'm their best friends i've never met them <laughs> i've got an email <laughs> i'll get on well, the phone I mean, right? uh, because yeah. 
because they spend all the, you know, they spend a lot of time on the YouTube videos that I create. So, yeah. so now we've, we've said Facebook, right? Just put, make things for, 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 for your wife, or whatever, your daughter, your, your girlfriend, yeah. and get them to post it. And you post it on your social media. And yeah. uh, we'll, we'll talk about the social media thing because there's some people that don't uh, like social media. And yeah. yeah. The other thing is is communities that you're involved with, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. church church community you're involved in a church, and so yeah. you've had you've had business from church. Oh yeah, yeah. I just had um, I just did a big clock for. Um, a lady at our church, I had actually have it sitting right over here. It's um, like a 3D cardinal with, you know, their last name and they want it all fancy. So, yeah, um, church is great, but I, don't, I mean, I don't advertise my work at church. So that's just not a place to really do that. Um, but pe- people ask me about it. I mean, they know, um, you know, if we're just, you know, shooting the bull or whatever, I'll be like, oh, yeah, have you seen my, you know, my latest project or whatever? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see a picture. And I show it to them. And then they're like, oh, can you do this? You know, uh, I know it's going to sound crazy. Um, if you're not a member of any types of groups or thing like that, Lowe's, Home Depot, you know, even Hobby Lobby. I know this is going to sound <laughs> so desperate and ridiculous when I was first starting out. And I was making signs and I would wander through Hobby Lobby with some business cards like in my pocket and they would be looking around at all these signs and they're just, you know, standing there kind of pondering like, I really want that one, but I really like that one, but I can't afford both. And I would be like, hey, you, you know, you look kind of stumped. Are you looking for something specific? And they're like, yeah, I want to combine this and that. And I was like, hmm. I was like, well, I'm actually a sign maker. I can probably help you out with that. Here's my business card, you know, give me a call. And. I mean, that's kind of how I started off my craft business by poaching people <laughs> from Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that sounds terrible, but that's where my people were hanging out. That's where they were. So that's where I was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, niches. Okay. So someone, uh, someone, a Facebook user just uh, made a comment. Hey, we're stopping the podcast. Have you ever had to enter your CNC router bit data into your software database manually? If you have, you know how tedious that is. One of the things that I find really frustrating with many of the CNC router bit companies is they don't supply you with the necessary information, like a database for your uh, bits. Well, IDC Woodcraft, I've solved that problem pretty much across the board for you. If you use the Vectric software, Fusion 360, Carbide Create, or CarveCo, I have a free database for you with all CNC router bits in it, and it's free. And you can get it at idcwoodcraft.com. Why would you want to do that? Well, if you have entered the information, you know how tedious it is, how many fields you have to fill in for each router bit. And you can easily make a mistake. You forget a decimal point or put in the wrong number, you can break your router bits just because you did that. And for a beginner... Entering router bit data can be very tedious and you're very prone to making mistakes because you don't necessarily understand how this data should be entered in. So what you do is go to idcwoodcraft.com, go to the menu selection at the top where it says database downloads. You'll go to a page and there are the database downloads for you. 
You simply download those, follow the instructions, install it, and every single router bit that IDC Woodcraft provides, which is pretty much all the router bits you'll ever want, are populated in that database, and it'll be imported right to your software. IDCWoodcraft.com, get your database download. Save yourself the headache of trying to enter all that information. You will thank me later. All right, let's get back to the podcast. That uh, So they just got started. They live uh, beside the lake campground. So crib, cribbage boards are rainy day activities as well. Yes, absolutely. And camping address signs do wealth. Yes. So, so there are some very avid campers who, who you know, these people they'll they'll rent oh, the yeah. campsite for the entire season, and oh, they yeah. spend their weekends there, right? So that becomes their second home. So they are going to want to express, bring their expression that that is their place in some way, shape, or form. And the camper signs, you know, they they they're the Smiths, but they usually have like a carving of a, of a little camper next to it or something like that. Yeah. Uh, new parents. Uh, custom item, custom item, uh, personalization, wedding market is huge. So, so this person, this particular person just gave a whole bunch of uh, avenues. The, the thing that's, that's, that you want to do is find that it's, you, you're, they aren't going to find you, you know, and if you don't know what to make, then you can always go out and just talk to people about what you're doing and yeah. if you need to steal some pictures from somewhere right just just grab a couple of pictures or open up facebook and say these are the kind of things i can make right just scan yeah. scroll through and um so you, you, what you want to do is spur their minds because once yeah. this is people aren't thinking about things until they get an idea so yeah. uh, until something spurs them to well to you think. and i talked about this you know, on the phone earlier, and it was all about, because I was where a lot of makers are, it's, we want that instant gratification. What is that million dollar product that I can make right now that's going to bring revenue into my shop? And when we were chatting even earlier on in my mentoring, I was like, well, I can make these and I can make these and, you know, or I could just make a whole market out of this. And you were like, you are all over the place, girl. Like what what is it that you want to do? And the more I've seen that it's not just like one thing. It's not one million dollar idea that everybody can make. That's going to make you a million bucks. Like, mm. um, like the Facebook user said, you were talking about in our last session, like nursery signs and nursery personalized items. Like that's a very niche subject, but like you said, you have to be in the mind of a new mom what is a new mom gonna want like what are the new themes that are running rampant through the nurseries you know like for like for girls florals are huge right now like these big huge scroll saw signs that are they're gorgeous i mean they're like stupid gorgeous but that's not something like i would be thinking about being a nursery like i'm i'm not right there like if you ask me what my teenage son wanted for his room i could tell you like you know, right off the top of my head, because I have one, I have to understand their psychology and what they want. But um, yeah, yeah. One of the things I do, for everyone who's listening, and Kate, you included. Um, I mean, you're starting to zero in, right? And but but this is this is a general habit of mine. Anyway, you know, I've got this whiteboard over here where that that's where I write down my my goals, uh, what 
but I also write there on my board and I'll write in my journal twice a day. I have a, I, every day, twice a day, I write my goals. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it's what it does. It's just, it's not that I'm thinking about it, but my subconscious mind is working with that. If I keep putting it in there where, where, where attention goes, energy flows. And, yeah. and so for everyone who's listening, if you're, if you want to get into business and you're, you're like at the beginning going, what do I make in the first place to sell? Then consciously ask yourself that question, write it down. What, uh, where, you know, what do I make? What, what do I make that's going to be a good selling item? What's, what do I make? What market do I go after? What is a good niche to go after? Whatever. Ask the question that's on your mind at the time. And yeah. what's going to, if you, and, and, and you need to kind of re, re, rehash that question, right? This is inner work we're doing. And what that's yeah. doing is you're uh, going to start to get ideas, but it's also shifting your mind to how can I get it? How can I get it for me? How can I get this job to how to, to, because that's the negative space, right? We need to get into uh, what do I need to become? You know, what are the ideas I need? What are the resources I need to, to start stirring what I got to get thinking in, on? Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Um, so the reason I can't generally, I mean, so for Kate, Kate specifically, Kate will talk to you. We, we have, we have defined a, a, a pretty clear avenue that she's going down. And, and that is because uh, I believe you're starting to see that you have this teacher quality and this desire to help. Right. And a little bit. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's still a maker. We're all still makers. All right. I have had to sacrifice the, the making to do what I do. So I don't make things nearly as much as I wish I could. Uh, yeah. But, but I was thinking about uh, that today, too. Yeah. I'm, I'm serving a huge, a huge group of people. My 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 yeah. channel has had over a million views all the way around. Right. It's so so it's crazy. Yeah. But it's, it's taking time. Um, so you're in this space of you are uh, uh, women who see and see. You want to help women who are maybe feel intimidated. They want to have a safe place to go. You've defined an avatar now, this person who has that drive, that enthusiasm, but kind of lost themselves in, in life and their family. And so, so yeah. you're, you're, you're the person who's going to crack that door open for them and, and do I that. Hope to be. Yeah, well, uh, you know their language now. You know their pain. You you know what's holding them yeah. back. As Tammy said last week, it's guilt, right? So so that's how you can speak to that guilt. You can say, you know what, it, it, still go after it. You know, it's okay. Um, yeah. So with with the uh, women who CNC. So for those who are listening, Kate has started a Facebook group called Women Who CNC, and it is for women, um, and it's there to help those who are <laughs> they're, they're buying a machine and it's sitting there in a the corner, and they're going, I don't know what to do with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can be it can be intimidating. I mean, I think even there's probably some men here in the group tonight that would admit, you know, when they first got it, they're like, ooh, mm -hmm. this is maybe a little more, a bit off a little more than I can chew, but you know, I think we've all been there. We've all had those doubts, yep. but you can't let fear 
you can't have a, a fear of success because you will just stay there. Well, that's the so. thing. That that's the thing with this. Okay, so we're going to shift gears for a minute. Is the, you know the the fear of success. It's not so much that we have a fear of success. We have a fear of getting uncomfortable and going into a place that we don't understand. Oh, <laughs> but yeah. as I say over and over, what has us here? We want to get here, but what has us here is based on what we know and understand, and that's going to keep us where we're at until we expand that and get uncomfortable and start breaking some comfort zones yeah. and so i want to uh on 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 the project thing as far as what 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 to make the one of the thing talk to either if you don't know what to make and you're not comfortable making something you know already already works which is like american flags and then talk to a few people that are involved in something and and if they're involved in something what do they want and when i'm saying involved they have a passion for i'm a i'm a jeep owner right i'm i'm a passion for jeeps right i will yeah. i will uh mortgage my house i will go broke i will uh, uh abandon my daughter but i won't let my jeep go right i mean that's that's <laughs> the mentality of a jeep owner right um, okay so i I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in here and just say a couple yeah. things so i'm sure you know we've either got dads moms grandpa grandma Nini, whatever your name is out there, if you have a if you have a grandkid, an uncle, um, if you're an aunt, whoever, I will tell you what people will spend money on right now. If you're looking for something that you want to try and do, if you're a new CNCer for projects that are not too complicated, um, go to a kid's sporting activity. Go to baseball, soccer, gymnastics. Um, go to a meet um, and figure out what those kids are doing. Like my sister-in-law has been after me for so long to make these darn um, like trophy racks in it. Like it just has a little carved arch and it's where they can hang their bats from the season. And then they can hang all their little medals that they get. And I was like, that sounds like the most dull project on the planet. I would not want to make those, but that's me. Like, I have absolutely zero interest in making stuff like that. Like, that just does not check my creative boxes. But I know that there's a lot of people out there that love that, that love to batch projects out and just, you know, and do that. But, man, you find a baseball team and you maybe go talk to the coach. I'm telling you what, with my son's soccer team, I will drop some money on some gear that might have his name or you know, the logo or whatever it is. And sports parents will do that. Yep. So I think that that, you know, that's even a, a niche where people could get into or batching out projects, but adding that personalization touch could really bring in some revenue for you. Mm -hmm. So uh, one of our uh, friends, Bill Keys, he's in CNC Entrepreneurs. He's been in for quite a while. He's in yeah. Canada. And he's run a small CNC business out of his home, and he runs a professional sign CNC making business. Uh, okay, there's go. two things. Two things he makes, right? He makes monograms, and oh he, yeah, yep. And he makes exactly 
exactly what you said. They're metal hangers, and and all he does is, is, is I think he does it out of uh, plywood, like half inch plywood. So it's just completely flat, and yep. and it just has the little the little hooks on it, so they can uh, the hooks facing upwards. It's just it's one flat piece, yeah, and, it's and, and yeah, and he, and and has the the name of the kid on it, and a, a figure of whether it's hockey or baseball or something like that. It's all carved out flat, and, and he he sells them quite a bit. It's so so there's there's another niche, I didn't right? even know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's there's yeah. another niche for you. Um, the, the thing is, you got to get into the space where people see it. So so yeah. if you've got a kid or grandkid that's in sports, make one for them, <laughs> take it to the game and give it to them at the game as a gift. Yes. But, but, yes. But yes. Wait, yes. Wait till the end of the game and show it to the other parents. This is what I'm giving my, my kid, my grandkid that I made on yeah, this stand CNC up against machine. the fence with it. Like, you know, or lean it up against the fence, like really casually. Do you have any idea how many times I have done that for cheer coaches, for soccer coaches, for baseball coaches, all the things that my kids are involved in? Oh my gosh. I made signs that said like Coach Amelia and it had all the girls' names carved in it and it had little pom-poms on it. And I walked in and it was like wrapped up with a boat. Like I made it like a big sparkly boat, you know, so like people couldn't like not look at it. And it's a big sign. You know, I'm just like casually like walking in, holding it. You know, I didn't wrap it because, no, you want people to see what you did. And they're like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, this is for the coaches. You know, it's a big surprise. You know, and then you carry it in and then you just casually sit it next to you on the bench. And, you know, people are nosy. Okay, people are nosy. I'm just telling you from a woman, people are nosy. And they will notice what you are doing. And they're like, oh, well, that's like custom. Where did you get that? You're like, oh, I made it. Like, oh, okay. But, oh, here's my card. You know, if you're interested in having something made, just shoot me a message. Like, just keep it super casual. Don't be like, you know, salesy, salesy with it. But. Hey, my CNC brother or sister, stop in the podcast for just a moment. If you're new to CNC routers, or maybe not so new, you might want to become a member of the CNC Insiders. Now, that's a group, an exclusive group that I have formed that I have discounts available to you that I don't make public, and only the CNC Insiders get that information. Plus, they are always privy to new bits that come out, and they always get a discount when the bits come out. And there's other special things that you get as a CNC Insider. I'll give you files and other miscellaneous things and tips and, well, I'm not sure I can name it all. But if you want to be part of a little tighter community and be in the exclusive CNC Insiders group, then you might want to sign up for that. There will be a link down below in the description of this podcast. Sign up to the CNC Insiders and get notified of things when IDC gets them in-house, you will have a discount. And I've got discounts that I do not make public. That is one cool thing that the insiders get. All right, podcast time. Let's get back to it. Yeah, I think exactly what Garrett said. Lean that baby up against the fence, hold it, like take some pictures with your grandkids, make sure like everybody sees it because they're going to say, whether you hear about it directly, they're going to, other parents or other grandparents are going to go to that person's, that kid's parents and say, who is that? I want, I want one of those for my kid. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not just kids. You, know, you got the adult runners that are running every 5K marathon. Oh, yeah. Out there, right? So, so lots yeah. of different angles you can go after. It's if, if you're panicking on trying to figure out what to make, rest your mind. Just, you, that, this is why I say write down what is a good market to get into and let it rest instead of trying to figure it out. When we're chasing the answer, it's so hard to get. It's just like chasing money. You can never catch money. Right? You got you, you, you to gotta give the value and money will come to you as a result. Let's, uh, Jack in the yeah. shop is here and uh, talk about a niche. Okay, so Jack uh, has a uh, a, a plasma cutter. He converted his long mill CNC router into a plasma cutter. So it's probably the only long mill plasma cutter on the planet. Uh, but he is a lineman, right? Meaning he's been involved in, in those guys that tend to the electrical lines and hang the electrical yeah. lines. And so he makes, he cuts out of one of his favorite, what I think is cool, is he'll buy the, one of those saws at, at the from shops and he'll cut he'll cut out these lineman profiles and and oh. and uh so super cool so niche yeah. right very niche yeah yeah and i saw a uh a post uh he had his first sale on etsy congratulations jack for 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 doing that let's check out Branching some of these out. comments here uh, there's a lot of yeah i see that um so so um as your growth requires change and change is uncomfortable. Absolutely. That change is the thing that holds people back, that a fear of change. But change yeah. is inevitable. I was going to talk about this uh, for those who don't really like social media. They, they, I don't want to do Facebook. I don't like Facebook. And the I had to swallow the pill some time yeah. ago from my mentor, just from the simple comment that somebody, not my mentor or somebody else, uh, that we don't have a choice in technology, right? This is where people hang out at. Yeah. And and the beauty in things like Facebook is now there's all these Facebook groups. So uh, somebody yeah. said the Legion. Now this, cool. this one this one said, uh, uh, George said the Legion is a good uh, uh, yeah. source. Find a Facebook group, get in it. Get involved in those things that you're involved in. Pilots. I've seen people yeah. make, some, I've just, there's a lot of people that actually make simulators. With their CNC machines, flight simulators. Oh, they make, wow. they build their own flight simulators, right? So you can build stuff for that. I had somebody email me today. For those of you who are uh, better at it, you know, I had somebody uh, CNC shop ask me to design the project and prep it for for their thing uh, because they don't have time to do it, right? Yeah, so if you get good, cool. at, yeah, if you get good enough, uh, do that. So. But this is this is the, a great point. Change. We have to be willing to get a little uncomfortable because if we don't, we we won't get there. And every one of us are. For those who are brand new to CNC or stepping into this, going, "What the hell did I just get myself into?" <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And it's uncomfortable, and it, it takes a little time. But uh, yeah. Kate, there's something for you. Uh, you can talk to my wife and let her know that the CNC stuff isn't that bad. I keep trying to get her to help more after all the business is in her name. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I would be happy to happy to talk to her. Tell her to go join my Facebook group over on, uh, well, it's on Facebook, Women Who CNC. Um, oh. 
I think she, I think she would have a great time. You know, I really, I really do. It's once you get the hang of it, and especially since you're already there and you basically know what to do, teaching her would not be that difficult. I think um, a lot of people, and I can speak for both men and women, the software and the design is like 90% of the battle. It's not so much the machine. I mean, the machining is the machining, but it's it's the design software that a lot of people get hung up on and they don't realize that there's so much to go into it. But she'd come on over to our group and we can teach her in the women, the way women talk to one another and the, the lingo that we use sometimes. It's just a little bit different. So yeah. and makes that, it makes it a little easier to ask questions that like we feel are dumb. So, you know, we've had a lot of that. We've had a lot of women here recently say, you know, I think, you know, thanks for creating this group because sometimes I feel like I get made, made to feel less than in some of these other groups. And I'm like, well, you're welcome. That's kind of why I created this group was to help, help women like, like your wife that may be intimidated, but it's a safe space for her to ask all the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, and just that will probably get her a little more excited. Oh, there's so women that do this, right? See, so this is another yeah. psychology thing. Uh, uh, so it's uh, DLM Woodcraft, right? Here's another thing about psychology, right? Uh, yeah. Suddenly she may feel left out, right? Oh, other women are doing it. Oh, I can't be shown up. I don't know if you guys think like that, but. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it just, it just depends on, on what it is. Um, so one of the things that would be kind of cool is for those of, uh, you who are watching to just list out, if you have a business going, right, make, make a comment about what, what, what got you into the specific line of work that you're in, uh, like the specific niche that you're in, if you're in one, or uh, let's talk about some of the challenges in finding the projects so we can uh, answer some of those questions. Uh, yeah. This is this is a, an area that, that Kate is starting to understand, so I don't have to needle hard into this one with her. Um, <laughs> but, but, she, but she did have to learn, learn that lesson over the first year uh, that, that you can't make things for everybody. It's too complicated. It's too complex, and you're you're yep. making too many left and right turns, and and you can't zero in. Um, and really, so. you're doing yourself a disservice. To be completely honest, you're just not. Uh, man, I don't know. You're just. I mean, you're learning, and you're doing great things for you personally, and you're growing as a person, and you're growing as a CNCer, but. Oh my gosh, it is, it's exhausting because you're constantly um, making new designs. They're not designs that you're going to be able to reuse or resell because it's someone's personal, you know, family name or family crest or whatever, but it just gets, you know, unless that's really what you want to do is just go all custom, but you just have to be prepared for the highs and the lows and the super busy and very demanding people that like aren't going to respond or they're not going to pay their invoices and you're sending out quotes and you put all of this work and effort into it and then they're just like ghost you. So it can be very challenging is what I ran into. Yeah, one of the other things 
practice. When if you take on a custom job, always get a deposit. So there's a comment yeah. here. I'm not going to bring it up, but uh, they said they can't, okay. can't do Facebook because of uh, some restrictions that they have, and, and it makes sense. Um, so so if there are limitations, right? There there are other avenues. The thing like craft shows, I wouldn't necessarily necessarily lean on craft shows unless you just find them fun. Right, or you do want a little extra pocket change. I mean, they're, they're kind of cool, but in a way, you are uh, unless the unless the shows are uh, you understand the clients that are going there. Right, there's one of the things when yeah. when, when with craft fair. Uh, sometimes you you this goes to demographics of. Sometimes you're in an area where people just aren't willing to spend the money, and it's just not that they're more the Walmart class, the Walmart spenders, as opposed to the Kroger spenders or 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 the the, the what's the name of that other place? Uh, the Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's the kind of clientele you want to jump into, but just just getting started, you can pop into stuff. But that you know, this comes into the pricing thing too, right? Uh, you, yeah. When when you're when you're finding a project to make. And you say, okay, I want to work on these. The when we hesitate on our price and, and in our mind we start to draw the price down because we don't think we it's worth that much. That has nothing to do with with the price. It has to do with our own self esteem and our own self worth, yeah. right? So we have to get uncomfortable and bring our prices up to what we know it's worth. And if we don't, then that's where you, you got to ask some guidance. Um, one of the things. Kate, I'm going to step into a little bit of an area here. You, you said you're doing this stuff, but you're not because you're redirecting. There's there's this revenue issue, right? And you're you're right. like, how do I how do I bring in income? So so there are ways. You have built up a skill, and your skill is now you understand a lot about CNC, how to work the Vectric software. You know yeah. prep work. You know the, the, how to how to run the machine and set it up. You know how to do finish work. You can sell that skill. Yes. Right. And if 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 you want to generate revenue, then then it's time to set up something to start selling that skill. Set yourself up <laughs> on one on ones. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so here's. Yep. And so. What we're going to do is make you available to people for a fee, right? Because you have you have a skill, and this is uncomfortable. Right? It, it's uncomfortable. It is to say, very, okay, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm going to charge for something I know because I'm such a giving person. But the way we need to look at this is, is we have people who have a desire to get from point A to point B, and they're struggling, right? And so that's causing yeah. more pain for them and discomfort. And, and they get to the point where they want to want to take that laptop and throw it out the window, right? We've all been down that road. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And and so, so what you should do is make yourself available to women who CNC. <laughs> yeah. Talk about I definitely, I definitely have, I've thought about it. Um, yeah, I have thought about it. I, you know, we've talked about this. I have a, I have a hard, hard time uh, wanting to charge uh, just because I, man, I know what it was like to just be on the dang struggle bus for so long because I had one friend 
Um, he's actually a family member, like a cousin of a cousin who's married to a cousin. Um, but they live like two and a half hours away. And he came down, they came down for, you know, a Christmas party or whatever, right after I got my CNC. And I had like 5,000 questions and he tried to help me as much as he could, but he still was like, I haven't done this as long as like, probably you think I have, like, I just have a little bit of experience. I have a very small CNC and here's this like, you know, giant machine. And like, he was still working on, I think like, like a very, very old version of Vectric and I had Vectric Pro and all these because like I said, when I went all in, I went all in. Um, but I've been working at it every single day for like, I will spend six to eight hours out here every single day. So this is my full-time gig. This is my business. Um, so I guess now that, you know, I'm sitting here processing, talking, talking things through, it would make sense because that's part of my business model is to teach and you know, if you want, you may have to pay for that. It's kind of like what I did with you when you were doing your one-on-ones. I paid for your one-on-ones because I was like, I just want somebody that can answer these questions where I don't have to go through 8 million YouTube videos and get bad advice and then come out here and spend six hours trying it and then going, what? That person is a complete knucklehead. Why do I, why why did I even just waste my time? I'm just going to go pay for a one-on-one with Garrett and ask all the questions and be done. And mm-hmm. I did. And I went like light years forward. Right. And and so 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 uh, you were willing to pay me. So people are going to be willing to pay you. And it, it it's a matter of understanding that people are buying speed. You are helping them get there a hell of a lot faster. Well, right? you you I mean you did for me cuz I could mm-hmm. not figure out for the life of me that damn v carve or not v carve but flat depth and just depth like it was i mean it was so simple but when you explained it to me i was like that's all it is that's all i have to do and you were like yeah that's it and i probably before you i probably tried to watch you know probably watched eight videos trying to figure it out and they're telling me all the technical terms of this and that and it's going in and multiply times 8.25 and divide by 60 million and i'm like what all right. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so set up, set up a uh, thing where people, where you can help people. It doesn't have to just be women, you know, because there's plenty of guys out there that, that are, that are new to this. And, and so, so Kate is going to be making herself available and it's going to be for a fee because she has a skill now and that skill is valuable, right? We value as a business owner, you have to value your time. And, and that, that's, that's that. called, that's called self-respect. And we, you know, there's one thing in business that they say it's, we all have to pay the price. And that price is, uh, you, you paid the price for a year, right? Uh, in in a way that price is, is, is beating your head against the wall. Um, until you realize, I don't know what I don't know. I've I've got to go. I've got to go somewhere. Someone's got to show me how that's when you become willing. All right. And, and so in, in yeah. all business, right, that's this mentoring for, for all who's watching, right? We have to be open and receptive and think about what's being taught here. Uh, four years ago, I knew nothing of what I'm sharing, right? But it's learning from my mentor and it's rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, pounding it in my head until I got yeah. it, 
right? And and I, even I'm I'm at a glass ceiling again, so I have to go back and 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 I went to my mentor today and asked him a few questions and 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 told him I'm at a glass ceiling. I don't know why. And and what he told me, he said, Garrett, what you told me is fear of success, right? <laughs> And and I've got I've got a successful business here. I can see Woodcraft yeah, is, 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 is 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 rocking it out, right? And but mm-hmm. for I want I want it to grow even more. We this we all have dreams, right? And this is my dream for, because in life, for especially for us who have been in retire, you know, going to retirement, right? There's there's this sure. part in us. This is another thing about my avatar, right? Is we don't want to go out with regrets and and we're starting to see that our clock is ticking and in, in a, at a very deep level there's that sense of am i going to regret things right especially if we have a, a, a we just we got that burning thing inside and we just haven't let it out right and so i just want to rock it you know but i can't do it for me to have a successful company to who can I serve? Who can I serve the best? How can I serve the, to help everybody grow? You and everybody who's watching. Um, well, I can say I have a lot of, a lot of, I won't say it's fear fear of success. I have fear of failure. And I think that's what keeps me going so mm-hmm. hardcore because I don't want to be, I guess to my friends and my family and you know, this probably goes to some deeper psychology, but I don't want my, I don't want them to be like, oh, well, you know, she had like just a little, you know, woodworking business or a little hobby. Like, I don't want to be known as that. I want to be known as, you know, Kate, she was a force to be reckoned with. She built her, she built a business from the ground up and she did it the right way. You know, finding out who my ideal customer was, looking for a niche trying to build a business that would not only light a fire under my ass to help other women, but also in men to build a successful business. Cause that's what I want for myself more than mm-hmm. anything on this entire planet. Like I want to be wildly successful, but. Right. And that's like, a good attitude to have, right? Uh, but yeah. Your fear of failure is you don't want to have a regret of failure. You know, it, it's a regret ultimately. Okay, so back to CNC projects. All right. Yes. Um, I'm going to bring this one up because this touches on a point that I want to bring up that a lot of people ask about. So, um, Greg, he has two niches. Uh, both are doing okay. Harry Potter plaques and memory plaques of pets who have passed away. Okay. What a great, what a great niche, right? Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty, those are like totally different. Yeah, pets are a huge niche, right? Babies, pets, uh, pets is a multi, multi multi-billion dollar industry. And people are super passionate about their pets, especially single women, to my knowledge, they embrace their pets, right? I know men are like that too, but for some reason, I seem to see that women are are very much uh pet you know oh, that, yeah. that's their social connection right um it's so funny you know, that you actually clicked on this because that's what i have on my cnc bed it's a memorial like plaque of a pet that mm-hmm. picture is a laser laser etched of their pet and then there's a thing next to it that's carved so 
Right. Yeah. Where, where, where do you find these? So, but one of the, one of the things I want to touch on here that, that we hear a lot is about trademark. Okay. And so yeah. I'm going to share with everyone what I have learned about trademark projects is you, if you're going to do it, you want to keep it very low key. Uh, in, in the groups, we're all, we're always making a bunch of people are making their stuff, right? They're making the, the uh, star, star Wars stuff, right? It, mm -hmm. Technically, if you're making it for yourself, nobody can stop you. If you start marketing, you want to now be very aware of the of the trademark rights. You know, if you make a Disney thing and you get it out there, Disney is is a uh, they're like the meanest company on the planet. They will, they will chase you. you down. They will chase you down. Right. Yes, uh, it, it gives me a whole different perspective on Mickey Mouse. I tell you what. Um, and and. and <laughs> Uh, Harley, I had the yeah. cheap thing up on Etsy, and uh, that Etsy told me I had to take it down, right? Uh, yeah. was, uh, but I, I've got another cheap thing on there that they, it, because it's my own thing, it's a, how, how, some hard top lift. It's instructions to take the hard top off your Jeep, right? So, okay. so then, so that, that they can't, they're not making me take that can't one down. Can't tell you to do that. Um, but trademark, there are some angles now. I'm going to disclaim this. I am not a trademark attorney. So take my words with a grain of salt and, and don't go in any way, as he said, because I'm telling you right now, I am not the authority here. I'm just telling you what I have learned. The, so the, the big names, you, you know, John Deere, and Ford, and, and Disney, Harley Davidson, if they, if the, if you're up on Etsy, they are watching. They're looking for you. Okay, they are looking for it, and they will have it pulled down. We think mm -hmm. on the consumer end, hey, I'm sitting here toting your product. I love it. Uh, so, and this is why I'm selling it. They are protecting their identity. They will market the way they want to market, right? But you can always contact them and ask them. Some companies do give you a letter of authorization. So, yeah. so. So, so do that, but uh, especially if it's a big name. Now, there are what I have learned is you can alter things enough that they that that it falls out of the trademark. You can alter colors, you can alter shapes, and and that will start to skew out of the trademark thing. But it doesn't mean they still won't come to you. There's a CNC brother. Uh, I think he's here. Uh, he was doing something on Etsy. And it was related to Harry Potter, and he got shut down. Literally, Etsy shut him down. They didn't pay him the money that they that he had made off those products, and and so he had to he had to start over again. So always, and, and so always, please be careful when you're going in that direction. Um, yeah. And and try to understand your you know get the authorization first. Yep. And and Absolutely. if not, if not, talk to a trademark attorney. Hey, I wanted to stop this podcast for just a moment to ask you a question. First of all, before I ask you, you know that feeds and speeds are really important for your router bits. If the feeds and speeds are set too high, you can burn up your bits. If they're set too low, you can break them or cause damage to your CNC router. So the question is, when you have gone searching for feeds and speeds data on a computer, how easy was that to find? Well, it's not easy. 
You would think that CNC router bit companies would make this information available to you because it's necessary, but it just seems that they don't. IDC Woodcraft has changed the game on that one. I have put out an app for your cell phone. It's called the IDC Woodcraft CNC router bit app. And what it has is all the feeds and speeds for all the CNC router bits that are out there and for a lot of different materials. So if you're wondering what they are, you simply go into the app, click a couple buttons to get to the specific router bit, and there's all the data. Plus it has all the technical specs for the bits and if you're working metric or imperial, you can select that as well. And it has the different dial settings for the different trim routers. So it's a very convenient tool. And one of the other things that I have added to that is uh, when you go to search for router bits to go purchase one, there's lots of steps you have to do on a computer. You can get your router bit directly through the app. When you go to the bit, you simply buy that, uh, click the buy now button, and there you go. So that app is free to you as a CNC user, a CNC brother or sister. You might as well get that directly on your phone. It's super, super convenient. You don't have to go to your computer for any of your router bit information. It's right there on your phone. Down in the description of this podcast is a link, two links actually, one for Apple and one for Android. Why don't you go on down there now and get that app on your phone. You'll have that information right in your phone and you don't have to go to your computer again. All right, let's get back to this podcast. Um, okay, so let's pop into another one. Uh, here's another one. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Got her little baby. Yeah. Climbing toys and beds started because that's the stage of life we're in right now and these kids five and under so it's really easy for us to talk about right so she understands we sell mostly local customers right facebook groups and now word of mouth right so that so erin got got herself into a niche because she understands the niche right she solved her own problem right is what i'm gathering from this and and, she's right there yeah, and and so and she 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 got it, and, and because of that, she she probably blabbed it to her friends, and her friends are going, you know, and her friends, who are her friends? Moms of young Other kids, moms. right? Yeah, yep. and and so so think of think of this. This is a beautiful beautiful example of finding products to create. Thank mm-hmm. you, Aaron, for sharing that. Yes. And girl, if you're um, not in the group, go get in the group. Women who see yeah. and see. Women who CNC. Uh, if you're not in CNC entrepreneurs, sign up for that one too. But if you're a woman, a definitely one. get in. Definitely get into uh, Kate's group. And um, uh, I'll just say again, if you are interested in mentoring, um, at the top of the CNC entrepreneurs Facebook group, there's a there's a, a post where you can sign up to that. Please fill out the survey that will be you'll be redirected to this is not saying i have started it i simply just talked to my mentor about it because i am seeing an interest and it's an early bird gets the worm on this one right so so that's the way we're going um let's see oh hang on if you go back up two more um errands or it says Angela? no m um m ajor pring 
Timestamp. So what would that be a separation of design fee and machining fee? Is that something maybe they're having a private conversation? I'm not sure. Or maybe he's referring to, I'm not sure what you're referring to there, bud. There, there has been a couple of conversations going on on the side here. Okay. You know, like me and crazy hair. Um, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's, let's see. see. Oh, I got to pull. Well, I'll go ahead to Matt's comment then. Uh, Matt at what? Eight fifty-six. Yes. Um, I actually just popped it up there. Mostly custom work. Um, so I've been teaching. I want to find a question that people are having that are that are being challenged at the moment. Uh, do mostly custom work and desktop novelty items. Um, so he's been teaching CNC and Vectric for years, right? So dove in and started his own biz a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, so one of the other things to consider is when getting into a business is what's the, what's the level you want to get at? Do you want to just, are you just looking for pocket change? Do you want to actually make a decent buck where you can go, go, you know, have a weekend out with your, with your, significant other and you know spend five hundred dollars on, on a nice weekend or, or are you looking yeah. for something to replace your income or are you looking to yeah. kill it right you know said, like it. you said just just like me i want to crush it um I, w I want idc to be the number one most recognized brand in the home cnc router space right and to yeah. to be to be on in the entire home cnc space which is stuff i've got yeah. going on in the back back end which is a tough one that's that's where i'm stuck at that's where i'm going with my mentor so um jack just got a message on facebook someone wants to trade him 10 handsaws for one that that he's cut out <laughs> oh, so 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 he, he can he can create one that he cut out and get 10 more that he can cut out Kind of cool. Oh All right, so let's let I'm gonna see if there's some questions. Um okay, here's one. Um from V Twin. Okay. Uh, he's a bit of a perfectionist with C S C D and always thinks your stuff could be better and it isn't worth charging for. Okay. Oh, such such a great one. Okay. Present we, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we are our own worst critics, right? We're, we we see every defect in our projects, yep. and I want you to think about as as a customer. This is getting back into the mind of the customer and knowing your avatar. When you're making something that's meaningful for them, they don't really care about the imperfections, right? It's it's the whole yep. essence of the entire project. That uh, this 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 plaque I made for myself, right? Um, that's got a ton of imperfections in it, but I don't see it anymore. I only saw it when I made it. Now I see this big plaque that says I'm dragon of the year, right? And I see it every yep. day. And so it's it's the meaning behind it. So people will forget about that. So uh, in business, Kate, this is a lesson for you, right? Uh, perfection is the root of procrastination. And the, we just have to start. All right, and procrastination is self-sabotage. Perfection is the... It's, 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 it's the root of procrastination. 
root of procrastination. Or, or it's the other way around, maybe. Um, I don't have to look it up. Yeah. Uh, but procrastination is self-sabotage. Perfectionism, I'm sorry, B-Twin, but we, a lot of us have this. It's also self-sabotage, especially when we're trying to do a business. We have to jump in, uh, often put the cart before the horse when we figure it out along the way. Right. And, and. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, sir, I have, I don't know, well, wrong way. You see this bear right over here on the wall? This big bear it's epoxy filled it has nine million mistakes on it okay nine million i can't even tell you and i backfilled it with epoxy to try and cover all the mistakes and then i was going to sell it and i was like god this looks terrible back in october last october i went to the pinners conference i took that thing just because i wanted to show what i was capable but i put it in the far left corner okay like I, where i didn't think like many people would look it was kind of like tucked in back behind my booth I had more people stop and ask me about that bear and if I could make that bear look like that than any other piece. I probably had 50 other pieces in my booth that I was so proud of and they all were like, oh my God, look how that's so beautiful. And I was just like, I would have never in a hundred years thought that that would have been something that somebody would have really liked, but People don't see what we see. They they just don't see it. So yeah, exactly. This this is another thing. We we, we need to see from the eyes of the customer, yeah. and and understand that again. It's getting to the customer's mind. What are they looking for? They're looking for feelings. They're looking for expression. They're looking for validation. Um, think think about this. Everyone who's here is you're on a Facebook group and you 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 got your machine right and it's sitting in a box and you take a picture of it and you post on facebook it finally arrived right yeah and it's like okay you're showing me a picture of a box right but as a creator i get the excitement and oh, then yeah, totally. and then and then you're showing pictures of everything laid out and and, and all these pieces laying everywhere and you're, you're you're sharing your journey because you want people to be part of your journey and where are you doing that? You're doing it with a community that understands you and gets you, right? Yeah. And, but not and only your community, you're also getting all of your other social media people because people want to see the process. They are like so invested in the process. I mean, think about people who watch those like house um, renovation shows. You want to see it from you know, the very beginning emotional, like, oh, they're first married and they're getting ready, you know, and they're pregnant and they're getting ready to have their first baby and they have their first house, but then they buy this thing and they have to like demolish it and start over. Like there is something that we like in our psychology that we get so emotionally invested in that, but people love that stuff. People have always like, oh man, I love seeing your stuff. People never comment, but they always, every time they see me, they're like, oh man, I see your stuff. Like, I really like your stuff. People are always mm -hmm. watching. So just do you just be authentic yeah yeah uh the reason i was sharing that was because if we can see in ourselves how we're how we are behaving and our own sense of 
what what we find important, right? Once we got the CNC built and it's been running for a while, you know, the excitement of the box is, oh, okay, somebody else finally got on board, right? I mean, it's still cool to see it, right? But it's it's the we you know we're we're past the excitement. Now we're like, okay, now damn it, I just broke a bit, you know, when I've been running it 15 times, and you know, what did I do wrong, right? So. <laughs> kind of thing you know get back into that time that you understand you know if you can remember those feelings uh, as you understand your avatar then then and you can empath get into empathy with it then, then yeah. you've got a gold mine you've got a gold mine because now you can talk to it let's find some other uh, uh um let's see facebook user kate do you use a long mill no i do not I actually have a Onefinity X50. Um, I had thought about purchasing another CNC, but I'm not sure that I'm ready to do that just yet. Okay, there's one. Is there a market for trucking awards in the trucking industry? Or, and any tutorials on how to make them on the CNC? So, so tutorials on trucking awards is going to be pretty hard to find but maybe tutorials on awards but this brings up another another interesting point because as we were talking today um, the uh, corporations uh, the corporations make custom things for their employees who are retiring or for other events and especially when they're become high-end events or something like that you, know, you can you can if you can get in with a corporation yeah. If you know somebody that's in a uh, decision-making role in some kind of company that is that caters to their people in a way of recognition, one way or another, you may be able to do something like that. Sports awards for for like the little league teams or the or the high school yeah. teams. I've seen many things like that, or alternative awards, right, for, for the same things, but they're not the formal awards, but they can be uh, secondary awards. Secondary. Yeah. yeah, I've seen people make stuff for scouts. I've seen it. there's so many things you can make. Uh, it is it is insane. Again, it comes back to uh, if you don't know what to make, then make something for your honey, and and get them to to publish it, right? Po post it. Yeah. But find find out what they want. Ask them. Right. What what do women want? Right. Get get her get her into the game. Right. Yeah. Because she'll be able to speak the language to that person. And and the truth be told, women are make 90 percent of the buying decisions on the planet. So, yeah, you know, if, I will if, tell if, you, there was a guy that just made um, in our Onefinity group. He just made a it was like a beautiful um, it was a stovetop cover, but it had like raised feet on it. So it looked like a giant cutting board. Um, but he did an inlay of, I think the, like the inlay was maple and the other woods were like, you know, walnut and I don't know. It was just a bunch of like cherry, maybe some mahogany woods in there. But he did this like maple inlay with like some cursive script. And I was like, I want, I need to have one of those in my life. Like I could probably make it, but it would take me forever to figure out how to do all that, do you know, the inlay like he did with that really delicate script. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And I said, I don't know what you're doing, but if you do like, don't do anything else, like just figure out how to make these and you would make a lot of money. I'm like, those are gorgeous. And he was like, really? I was like, yes, yes. Sell, 
just figure out how to do those and get really good at those and sell them because those are showstoppers. You'll make a ton of money making those babies. Interesting. The other thing you can do is find out what other people are selling and 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 uh, what they're selling well. Just copy what copy what works. Right. This is one of the things uh, uh, that I yeah I used to be like this. Don't I don't you know I I don't want to make what other people are making. Well, if what other people are making are selling, then by all means make them. Right. Yeah, if you want exactly. to get if you want to get rolling in business in business, we our our number one thing that mentors always tell us: don't try to reinvent the wheel. There's the whole so system's true. worked out. That's why you got to get mentored, right? You get mentored in this yeah. in, in this whole process. Uh, there was a quick question here. They live in Iowa. Uh, they don't have many work, woodworking shows or craft markets. What is a good way to get some shows set up here live? That's uh, you would have to start it. You'd have to kickstart that and be a leader in getting that going, right? So that would be a big job. If you want to create projects, if if your incentive is to start this to create a project. Um, mm -hmm. And make projects to sell, then I mean you're you're barking up a different tree. Um, yeah. But as as a show, someone who's setting up a show, you definitely can earn some money off of that, right? Especially if it's a large show, right? Because you're making commissions off the booths. The you know, the, the, the charge two hundred dollars yeah, for a booth. You get, you're not making commissions off the sales, uh, you know, unless uh, unless that's set up. But um, Maybe some way to do that instead of doing craft like craft fairs, maybe try to get your products into like local stores. You know, if you have local small local stores that you could put your some of your products in. I know a lot of mm -hmm. businesses are always looking for that. Like even like our local hardware store, like our do it best hardware store, they they have um, a couple of woodworkers. They have like their cutting boards in there and they have all kinds of like local artisans. They just have like a small display area like one guy makes hot sauces and so they like feature that but that might be somewhere to you know get your products out there right um yeah here in madison one of the the couple of stores they have products that this the pillows and signs it just says 47250 that's your zip code and people buy them yeah <laughs> uh, someone I asked mean, if i have a people love stuff uh, like that yeah. Someone asked if I have a long mill. Yes, I have two long mills and I have a phantom. Uh, golfers and fishermen. Yep. You, avid, avid, avid fishermen, avid, avid boaters, avid salespeople, uh, sales, sales, sailors, uh, people of uh, boating kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, hunters. Um, people who uh, have lakes or um, I'm sorry, not lakes. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Rivers. Yeah, yeah. Rivers. People, I have been hit up a lot by, because, you know, here in Indiana, we have a lot of rivers. Um, I mean, we have a lot of lakes, too, but people have, like, camping grounds down near rivers, and everything that you see says the lake house or the lake, you know, going to the lake, lake hats, lake houses, lake t-shirts, but nothing says the river. So that's a big market I've uh, been asked a lot about. Well, you make stuff that says okay. the river, and I'm like... This is you brought up another one though the lakes right so people who own lake houses they're generally the second house and yeah. lake lake signs that they put up pictures in their house uh, oh, very everywhere. popular and these are good money items 
they're, they're good money making items. If you can get good at making that, generally you just you get a, a map off of Google, bring it into your software, carve it out in a V carve, pour some blue epoxy into it, and and carve out the name on it. And you know, there there you've got a four hundred dollars. I've song. seen a lot of those. Yes. Yeah. Um, um, Matt says, "How do you draw repeat customers?" Timestamp. Nine thirteen. Right under Fred draw repeat customers. Okay, so the repeat customers is a very good question, Matt. Thank you for asking that. Very good. So, so, Kate, let's see if you can answer that one. No. Well, I've been I've taught you the the core stuff that you need to know. Hmm. No. Well, repeat customers. I know how I get repeat customers, and that is catering to the customer. You want to make sure that they are happy, that they are 100% satis satisfied with their product. Um, you want to make sure to follow through with them and really spend the time with them to understand what they want and then make that, make that project because it's not about the actual product. It's about how you made them feel. That's a really How's good that? answer. Yes. Yeah, that, that's good. It, it is. That's how you get a repeat customer, right? Um, always think about your own shopping experiences in, in various different ways. And, and and think about why, why, why do you go back to a certain place? Or why will you be at a place, you know, they charge more money, but, but you, you almost feel obligated to buy from them because they're so stinking nice they, they like you really feel like they care about you right and that's how you get the repeat customers you give them the extra attention and why do you think my the seeing the, the router bit packages i send out are like opening christmas presents right there's multiple sure. levels of personal touch right because yeah. i know who's on the other side i know what they're feeling and i want them to be feel special right and and so it's and and they they have needs. They get stuck. They send me an email. I, I answer the best I can when I can, and and yep. you know at least somebody's out here helping them. This is the problem with most business owners, and why this makes such a difference, because you try to message some other CNC or out there, most of them or in any business, and and you try to get an answer from them, and you, you get crickets or or. Uh, um, or just a very quick response that felt dry, right? And and you come off the you come off that feeling just kind of that didn't feel very good. Left a bad right? taste. Yeah, yeah. You just didn't feel like you were a person, right? So, but there are some times when you went to them and you just got off the phone and you're like, yeah, I'll, yeah, that I felt good getting off that call or or yeah, that email made me feel good, whatever it is. So reflect on feel that. And, yep. And if you reflect on that and say, why, why did I feel good about that? Why did I feel bad about that? Then once you understand that, you give the same kind of energy to your potential customer. That's what brings them back. But yeah. I also say, put QR codes on the back of every one of your projects. Yeah. QR codes. Or some Lead them back something. to your website. Yeah. Uh, Business cards, I will say, are a waste of 99% a waste of time because yep. I know I chuck every business card. Um, I have something called Popple and I love it. It's great. 
it's just it's an app on my phone it gives me a qr code and i can even link people um so once they scan it it like asks for their name and their like their name and their phone number then they send it to me and then once they send that it sends me an email with hey you've connected with blah 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 and then um i will get a and then it sends them all of my socials so i'm like hey if you go follow me on instagram like we'll automatically be connected and then i'll mm-hmm. get an email notification um, and then I can connect okay. the two and kind of keep track of them that way. The thing to remember, this falls into the same question here, is why would someone want to follow you? you know, and I, to most people follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook, right? You know, follow, you know, follow me here. Follow me there. And it's like, why would they want to follow you? Going on YouTube videos, and the first thing they say is subscribe to my channel, you know, if you want more information, when they haven't even given you anything yet. All right, so we always need to give value first, and then if you give enough value, they will sign up by themselves. All right, so uh, oh, I hope Matt, so. That's, yeah. yep, that's that's the answer to your question. Value, dump the value onto them, dump it onto them, educate them, give them a gift. Um, um, <laughs> Lots of education. You know, connect with them about their life. You know, find something that you relate to with with them. Uh, okay, yeah. so it's. Um, we are coming to the end. Uh, well, I think I Adam has a really good question here um, at nine twenty three. Nine twenty three. Okay. No, no, here. There we go. Well, Adam, I'd say you'd have to figure out what. Again, going back to doing our work, what what is your who is your avatar who are you trying to sell to and what are you trying to what what is your brand what like what are you just i'm i'm thinking maybe you're just asking a very general question there's lots of things that you can batch out and do it just depends on what your area of expertise is yeah, and, and the market to go after. So in, in Kate's example, she was making things for this Dave Matthews stuff, and they were asking about key rings. So she could start cook, cookie cuttering, however you say it, that stuff out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, cookie cutter. Uh, here, but, but, but this, here, I want to give you a key example of what I did in my early stages of starting my CNC business before I actually started IDC Woodcraft. Sure. Was because Because I'm a Jeep fan. And I had somebody, I didn't have a laser at that time. I had somebody cut out a whole bunch of little Jeeps and I was going to make them magnets on for the fridge, right? Oh, they were yeah. the cutest little things, right? This little they fronts are. of Jeeps. And, uh, and, and uh, so I tried to sell them on Etsy and they, they totally flopped, right? Uh, so I, they sat in a box for a year and then I thought, oh, I can make them into key rings too. So I bought a bunch of key rings and... And we have this festival out here in, in Madison yep. once a year in the fall. And I know that Jeeps are big around here. And during the festival, they're all over the place. And so I just put out a booth and I put all these Jeep key rings and magnets out. And I sell them for three bucks a piece. I paid like 25 cents a piece for them, right? I just had tons of them. Made four or $500 in, in about four nice. hours, right? So the yeah. key, the point of this is, Adam, this is where the venue matters. Etsy was crap, you know, because I didn't know. 
it just wasn't the place to be selling. That's not where cheap people hang out at, right? So when you're thinking about who you're selling to, you got to understand where they're hanging out at. And so, yeah. but, it, but it worked here uh, because there's a ton of cheap people here. Yeah. Um, okay, we are uh, nine hour and 33 minutes. So anything else you want to? Um, um, looks like um, Fred's been pretty active. Um, thanks for the answers at 923. Would be a good idea. Um, would it be a good idea to set up a shop to allow people to come in and carve their own signs and charge for shop time or better just to find a niche market? Oh, gosh. Um, well, if you do that, so now you're thinking insurance needs and stuff like that. If you got other people coming yeah. in. Right. That's, yeah, that's you're going to get into game. a whole ball of wax with that. Yeah. If, you, if you're doing something like that, you need to make sure you have an uh, LLC, talk to a, uh, an insurance agent, right, to make sure you're covered properly, right? You got to yeah. get your business separated from your private uh, assets. Yeah. Um, Okay. I so, personally would not do that just because there's so much that goes into carving a sign. It's not, you know, that's like that back to the custom stuff. It's just, um, you know, people to come in and carve a sign, they'd have to select from something and then they're always going to want more and then it's just going to kind of spiral. And mm -hmm. if it were me, I would go, I would do the niche market. Yeah. Yep. I am working on looking for property now so that I can start bringing people in and educating, but yeah, I'm at the level I can do that. Okay. So, um, we're going to wrap up. Uh, first of all, uh, any female women creators here, make sure you sign up to Kate's, uh, Facebook group, women who CNC. And, and yeah. Kate, you are going to have to set up a thing where you can do one-on-one. -on -one. So whoever's watching this, she's not going to do one-on-one -on -one for free. She's going to decline you. She'll say sorry, but, uh, but right, she's going to be set up first. Okay. She has a skill now. Right. And uh, so this is part of the mentoring thing. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, it is. And that's, and that's what we're doing is I'm, I'm, I'm learning a wise one, you know, my young Padawan. I'm the young Padawan trying to keep up with the, keep up with the days, you know, or not keep up with the days, but keep up with the times and try to go up, try to, try to grow a business. I mean, that's why we're doing this mentoring. It's, you know, not so, you know, Kate can be broke and not be afford to keep her business afloat. It's building yeah. a successful the, business. Yep. If, yep. A business, if you're not making money in a business, if you're not making a profit, you're, you're just working on Have a hobby. Yep. So if you've been watching, if you got something out of this, please give it a thumbs up and of course subscribe to the channel because not only is this about, uh, for, for those who are watching on YouTube, this is not just about this mentoring, but it's also, you'll get a lot of videos about how to learn how to CNC and work with yeah. the software. And what else? The IDC Woodcraft CNC router bit app. <laughs> just put that, release that, what, a month, a month and a half ago. Only see the only app phone app for you go to your google play or apple store and uh um <laughs> search idc woodcraft and you can download it and it'll have all your feeds and speech data there so let's see yeah. anything else you wanna... sorry i was just laughing at uh, oh can you put a link for kate on the cnc facebook yeah well of course yeah so watch for this 
recording. Go ahead and put it in, Kate. Uh, yeah, we can definitely put a link in there. JK. And if you don't mind, head over to my channel and subscribe as well. It's Rise and Shine Wood Signs. Um, been trying to upload some more videos here and there, um, as well as working with my mentor's great advice in the background, trying to get lots of things going on. So, uh, yeah. And if there's things you guys want to talk about, you know, leave us a comment. Even after this video is ended, go on the, you know, Garrett's IDC Woodcraft YouTube channel and leave us a comment about, you know, if there's things you guys would like us to help you answer in business. Yeah. So this is, all, this is all, you know, all my Facebook feeds too. It's just three Facebook feeds and YouTube. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Well, Maybe we're just everywhere, to... Well, well, you'll have to give me your Facebook, and I'll link your Facebook, too. Okay, everybody, yeah, uh, th thank you for hanging out. We've had a lot of, uh, had quite a few more hanging out this time. And yeah. uh, I hope uh, you all gained something out of this to get an idea what you can make with your machines and uh, how to niche. And if you don't know what to niche into, other avenues you can go down. Go so. back and watch the first four episodes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you really want your business to really start to, to, to get focused yeah. then, because you got to get focused. All right. With that, we're going to say goodbye, good night and happy CNC. See you guys. There we are. We have come to the end of this podcast and you have learned that you have to know your customer. You have to know your avatar, what their interests are and how they want to feel with the projects that you make for them. The projects are always about what they want, not what we want. So this is a pretty deep dive discussion and a very important one. Again, if you have not listened to the episode prior to this, where we talk about the avatar, even with this one, where what projects do you make, you will not get it. You have to know your avatar first. I am quite stern on this because this is the way it goes. This is just the foundational rule when it comes to having a successful and profitable business. I hope you got something out of it, took notes, or thinking about it. I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. Have a great day, better tomorrow, and happy CNC. -ing.